Hey guys, and welcome back to the Brown Girl White Coat Podcast. My name is Sai, like a sigh of relief, and I'm so excited to be sitting here recording this episode for y'all. So total disclaimer, this episode was recorded um, months ago, and we had a few technical difficulties with editing the podcast, and now it is all ready and good to go. I'm so happy because I sat down with Amanda Wan, who is a content creator, digital creator on Instagram, TikTok. YouTube. She's amazing. She is self-proclaimed self-love and body love advocate and the owner of two separate brands. She owns at Kooky Apparel on Instagram and at Wan Candles. So definitely check her out on there. In addition to all these amazing things and having a incredible following on both YouTube and Instagram, she has her own podcast. So definitely check her out. Um, her podcast is called Behind the Girl Boss and quite a long time ago we both did an episode together on her podcast. So today we are sitting down talking about podcasting, right? It's a it's a great topic. And if you're in quarantine and you are figuring out what to do with all this free time that you have, podcasting is a great thing to do, great way to express yourself. So if you have some questions about how I got started and how she got started with our own two separate podcasts, please keep listening. It's going to be a great episode. Thanks so much for listening. All right. Hey guys, I'm sitting down today with Amanda Wan. She is a YouTuber, Instagrammer. She's got everything going for her, a podcast, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about her ventures, how she got into podcasting, and we're going to share our tips and just really relate on that. So that'll be really fun. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay. Okay. So let's get started with a segment that I like to do called setting the record straight. So I'm going to give you a set of three different statements and you can tell me if they're true or false and if they apply to you or what you think about them. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. The first one, doing social media is an easy way to make some extra money. So, um, I think it's true, but you also have to like work hard for it. So like it's easy in a sense that like there's multiple different ways you can do it, but it also takes hard work, but yeah, I've made like money on social media, even when like I had like a thousand followers and everything. So it's very doable. You just have to like put your put your mind to it. Totally. I totally agree. But I feel like it's a, it's a bit more work than people think it is. Like yeah. the amount of time that goes into like creating a post, et cetera. But then I think people would be surprised too about how much money you can make off social media as well. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay. Number two, anyone can start a podcast. This I think is very true. Um, I've lis- I listen to like so many different podcasts. So some of them are like more business oriented. Some are like literally people just talking about their lives. Um, people think you have to be like an influencer or anything like that to start a podcast, but literally you don't have to be. So I think that anyone has a, every single person has a story to tell. So I think anyone can do it. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one. Your podcasting personality is different from your Instagram personality. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say true in a way that like on my Instagram, I'm more like fashion and like lifestyle oriented. And then on my podcast, it's kind of more like business oriented. I feel like myself as a person is the same, just like the personality and persona I'm giving off, I guess, is like a little bit different. Yeah. 
No, totally. I asked this question because I personally find that my personalities are a little bit different on like every platform. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like podcasters, like, or the listeners on a podcast, they really care what you have to say. So you're more likely to kind of delve in more and like show your personality more because people are yeah. really engaged on a podcast. For sure. But yeah, that's why I asked that question. So yeah, I love your answers. Okay. So we're going to get into another segment. We're going to name our favorite of the week. So this can be anything from your favorite leggings to your favorite food to a habit you picked up, whatever you want to name. So do you have a favorite of the week? Um, so I've been getting really into skincare lately. Um, so my favorite skincare product that I've been using like almost every single night is the watermelon glow mask. I don't really know which company it's from, but it's called Watermelon Glow Mask. And I found it on TikTok like a month ago. And I was like, hey, I need to buy it. I need to try it. And it's actually like really good. So that would be my favorite. Oh my gosh. Okay. TikTok has the best skincare recommendations. You yes. Wouldn't, you wouldn't think that, but yes. what kind of like, what does it do for your skin? Like, what is it for? So it's like an overnight mask. So you put it on before you go to sleep and it helps like you wake up with like more of a glowy look to your face and like smoother skin and like I thought it was not gonna work just because like I don't know it's like it was I didn't want it to be overhyped but it actually is really good oh my gosh I need to try that I love overnight like hydration masks yes I too okay so a favorite of mine this week has been I don't know if you know fitness marshall on youtube no he's like a dance uh, like hype man workout kind of person. So he'll okay. do like the most recent songs. Like he did um, Boss Bitch by Doja Cat and he choreographed mm-hmm. like a dance to that. And it's just like a good way to motivate yourself to do fitness related things during this time. Yes. Um, I've just been so lazy, but like if I like tell myself, okay, I get to dance and I get to just like move around for fun, then I'm more yeah. likely to work out. So for sure. Plus he like emphasizes um, just like moving and there's not a lot of like negative fitness talk like oh let's like get skinny or let's get yeah different you know so yeah. i like positive creators like that same um, but yeah so let's get into the meat of this podcast so we're going to be talking about everything podcast related and i know a lot of people want to start podcasts during this time so this is super fitting to have you on the show today yes so let's get into your podcast do you want to tell us a little bit about behind the girl boss and what kind of made you start it and when did you start it yeah for sure um so i basically started this podcast last august so it's almost going to be a year um i started it because i wanted to talk more about business stuff I was initially going to just open up a new YouTube channel and do it there. But then I was like, I don't really want to do that. And like podcasting was something that I was listening to like on the side a lot. And I was like, why don't I just try and start my own? Um, So it was kind of like me branching into like a different creative outlet because I think it's good to branch out. Um, So yeah, basically my podcast is about girl bosses. Um, So I interview different creators that are bosses and like that are doing their own thing whether it be like online businesses youtube instagram tiktok or whether it be like businesses like that are only like outdoors i don't know how to explain it but like a physical business and online businesses i just like to talk to different people get to know their story get to know how they started and things as such that's what the podcast is about yeah that's amazing so what have been some of your like favorite topics that have gotten brought up on the show or favorite guests that you've had so I think so. I haven't had that many guests, but every single guest that I've had, I've like loved because they're so different. So I don't think I have a favorite, but something super cool is that I just interviewed Kenzie Elizabeth and Taylor King. 
and they're both like bigger creators and people that I've been watching for like quite a long time. So it's super cool to like be able to interview people that I look up to in a way and like learn more about their story and everything. But yeah, I think like what's shocked me the most is like how much people show on the internet is like not even like half of like who they are. So it's cool to like really get to know people's stories. Yeah. I would love to know your story. Like, how did you get so interested in business and all these social media ventures? Yeah. So um, ever since I was younger, like I opened my first Twitter account when I was like 11. Um, It wasn't like for anything interesting. It was like literally a Just Me (laughs) fan account. Um, But ever since then, I like was watching YouTube consistently, like all the time. And I was like, I feel like I've just been really creative ever since I was little. Like when I was five, I would take like my dad's old camera and like videotape my brother and myself, like literally playing in the yard. Like I feel like I've always had like a creative instinct to myself. In high school, I feel like I was going through like a darker path and like YouTube and Tumblr and stuff was like really a gateway for me to express my feelings. So it kind of started off in just like an outlet for me to like escape. And then I realized that like I really enjoyed doing it. So I think that's like where I got my start in like the creative world. Yeah. Did you study uh, anything creative in college or did you study business? Yeah. So in Montreal, we have like a thing called CGEP. So instead of going to grade 12, you go to CGEP. So in there, it's like a two-year program. So I studied cinema and communications. And now I'm in um, at Concordia University studying communication and cultural studies. That's awesome. So do they actually teach you things about social media and how, uh, I guess, like that has changed the landscape for businesses right now? Or is it, I know that a lot of yeah, universities teach kind of like different things. Yeah. So um, in communications right now, we're learning a mix of both. So we learn more about like how to communicate with people and like how communication has changed as a whole. But I've also had classes where like we spoke like half the semester about TikTok. So it's like really, it's really cool. Wow. That's awesome. I've always wondered, like they're probably constantly adapting those classes because the trends are changing, like social media changes so much. Have you ventured out into TikTok yourself at all? Yeah. So I have a TikTok account. Um, it's not the best. It has like about a thousand followers now, which is really cool. But it's like, good. yeah, yeah, it's one of my videos went viral and then like it was really bad. It's a really bad video. But I feel like TikTok, it's really hard because I don't know how to dance. And like, I feel like TikTok is a lot of dancing. So I've been trying to like learn the dances and stuff, but it literally is a whole workout within itself. Um, but <laughs> I don't, yeah, TikTok's really fun. I feel like it's also bad because once you get on the app, sometimes it's hard to like get off because like, I don't know, it just like captures you. Oh my gosh, seriously. Also, if you like don't participate in a trend, it's like over in two days. Yes. So you have to like really get on it if you want to like do a trend. Sure. What was the TikTok that went viral if you don't? Mind me asking. <laughs> um, so I went to a all girls private school for high school, and I made like this little series of like um some I don't remember what it was called, but it was literally like a private school series, and I would talk about how strict my school was, and one of them went viral, and it was not for like a good reason. It was more like people like saying that I was spoiled, and I was like a spoiled <laughs> white girl, even though I'm not even like a white girl. But anyways, <laughs> um, and they were talking about how like. I should check my privilege and all these things. Um, so yeah, that's why I went viral. Um, oh my gosh. But I mean, at the same time, it's okay. I don't like let it affect me, so. Yeah, plus, I mean, if it drives more traffic to your page, I feel exactly. like that's, I mean, that's saying something. Yes. You can, you can feel, like, use it to fuel your other creative videos. Yes. That you put up, so. Yeah. 
That's exciting. I've been trying to get into TikTok and I made one that it didn't go viral, but there was like a lot of likes on it for me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was like, just like politically related or like yeah. feminism related. So I feel like there's little pockets that you can participate in regardless of what for you sure. like. But yeah. So let's get back into podcasting. So say someone wants to start a podcast right now, what kinds of things should they go out and buy? What kinds of things did you invest in when you were first starting out? Um, do you mind talking about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, so people tend to think that you need like the most expensive equipment to start, but you really don't. Like um, I just got this microphone like a month ago, but I started off with a blue snowball. I believe that's what it's called. And I think it was like $50. So it's not like overly priced at all. Um, so I think the main things you would need is a microphone and then just a computer or something to record on. Um, yeah. I. You can also record on your phone, but like for quality purpose, I feel like a microphone might just be better. Oh yeah. I started out recording on my phone and I did like the first maybe like two or three episodes on my phone. Um, I feel like iPhones have like okay microphones nowadays. Um, But then like the one I bought, even now it was like 20 or 30 bucks on Amazon and it it totally works fine. So, okay. When you, when you think about like content creation for podcasts, like what kinds of things are popular right now? What, what do you think people should be talking about or what kinds of people should even start a podcast? Um, so I feel like what's popular right now is a lot of like interview-based um, podcasts because I feel like they're more engaging. Like on my like my podcast, I started off like only being myself. And although it was fun, I feel like now that I'm interviewing more people, more people are like listening to it. So I think those are really popular. Also, like I said before, I think like anyone can start one but I feel like you have to have like some sort of story to tell I feel like that's like the best way to do it so like so that it is more relatable to people totally yeah I feel like everyone has something to say you just have to have like the unique spin on it yeah so that you're a little bit different from all of these people creating podcasts right now how do you go about getting guests or even picking guests to be on your show so I like to like scroll through Instagram and like look at people's feeds or like not in their feeds like just look at people and like kind of get to know them based off what they show so that's like a way I get um guests sometimes I email people and like I email like a whole thing like I start off like explaining who I am and like what my podcast is about then I'll go on explaining like what I want to talk about with them on the podcast and then like if they're interested like to message me back so I've been doing that a lot obviously um a lot of people don't answer which is like fine But yeah, I feel like people also tend to think that you need to have like the bigger guests to like be successful, but I don't think that at all. I've had some bigger ones. I've had some smaller creators. I've even had like people that like aren't necessarily like influencers at all Um, because like I think everyone has like a story to tell and I think that everyone should be able to show that. Yeah, I also want to say like if someone doesn't answer you, like that's okay I've gotten someone that like told me like, oh, I'll only come on when you grow and stuff like that. So like that kind of like, I don't even want to message them if I do grow. Like I don't like, I don't know. I don't want to associate myself like with people who only associate themselves with like number based stuff. But yeah, I think like you can try and get every single guest that you want. Just like know that sometimes they won't answer. It'll be a no, but like that's okay. Totally. Yeah, definitely. I've had the the same experience like reaching out to uh, on my mm-hmm. podcast, I interview a lot of physicians and especially yeah. during COVID, like they're so busy. Um, so mm-hmm. they don't answer or they're not even checking their social media or emails. So yeah, it's been a lot of rejection lately. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then I've also had the opposite where people will just like message mm-hmm. me trying to be guests on the podcast and you're, 
and I have to ask, yeah. like, what would you like to talk about or what? Yeah, like I've had people um, after I posted that I was interviewing Kenzie, I've had like people like, hi, I want to be featured on your podcast. I'm like, they don't say like anything else, like not anything like at all. And they don't even explain like who they are or anything like that. So like, I don't know. Like, obviously, I'll go look into it and, like, see. But, like, I feel like if you're going to message someone like you did, when you messaged me, like, you explained who you, like, who you were and, like, what you wanted the podcast to look like. And I think that's a good way to go with it. I don't think just mes- messaging someone saying, like, hi, I want to be on your podcast is, like, a good way to go with it. Totally. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite podcasts right now? Like, what are you listening to? Ooh, I have my – I was just listening to one right now. Um, so the podcast that I listen to – I have like a lot of them saved. So there's one that is called Hey Bitches and it's by um, okay. this girl named Carly and she's also from Canada, which is really cool. And she talks more about like, um, it's more like relationship and like a sex podcast. Okay. Um, then there's TK's Juicy Pod, which is like Taylor King's podcast. Um, I also listen to The Happy Times by Joey Kinney. Um, he talks more about like, um, kind of like love, but also like social media in a way. Um, I listened to the I Love You So Much by Kenzie Elizabeth. Um, I love Tori Sterling's podcast, Manifest. The Manifest. I, I've heard of it, but I haven't actually like listened to it yet. So I'm going to add that too. It's there's, a good one to listen to in the mornings, like before you start your day. <laughs> ooh, that's good. Um, there's also one I weigh with Jamila Jamil. I don't know if you know. I love yes. her and I love her podcast. And Me she just too. did that episode with Demi Lovato. Yes. And that was so good. Yeah. So those are like kind of a bit of the ones that I listen to like on a daily basis. I also listen to Pretty Basic by like okay. Alicia Marie and Remy. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I love, um, I, I noticed we listen to a lot of the same ones, obviously, because they're YouTubers and yeah. very like conversational podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of like one of the trends that's taking off right now is just like two friends starting a podcast and they just talk. Yeah. And if you have like chemistry as a partnership, I feel like it just takes off. Yes. So but yeah, pretty much the same. And then I love true crime podcasts. Like I love crime junkies and um, any any like crime related things. Like Dirty John was really good. And yeah, I need to get into those. I watch like YouTube true crime stuff, but I never actually ventured into like the podcast one. So I want to get into that too. Yeah, I listen to podcasts when I'm like walking outside, and I have to not listen to true crime when I'm walking outside. <laughs> yes, it's yes, terrifying for sure. Um, but okay, so you went about creating your podcast and then you kind of branched off and created an Instagram page for it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a Facebook page for your podcast or? I don't yet. I don't okay. know if like, I don't know if I want to create one. I was thinking about it the other day, but I would just, I don't know. Okay. What kind of tips do you have for people who want, who already have a podcast and they branch off and they create an Instagram page? Have you like noticed anything about Instagram Um, that's different or the kind of content you create for your podcast Instagram page yeah so I think I try and make my podcast Instagram page like more engaging and like a fun place Um, I also like to share my own like tips on there Um, I've also like grown like kind of like a community I would say I have like a podcast I'm a part of a podcast like engagement group I don't know if that's what it's called but something like that um, where we're just like I think like 10 to 15 girls and we just like talk about our podcast and like get ideas and like information from each other um so I think that's something that's really cool that comes with Instagram um but yeah I feel like it's just like another way to promote yourself I think it's 
I think if you have a podcast, it's better to have a podcast Instagram page because you can drive in more traffic and an audience that way too. Totally. Yeah. I, I noticed that you post, like, do you make posts for your guests when they come on and then you post like quotes and things or what kinds of content are you posting on there? Yeah. So I post um, quotes. I also, when I have a guest on, I have like a pre-made thing that I made on Canva and basically um, it's the same one for each and every guest. I feel like it's just like a way to know that there's a guest on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so I mainly post um, quotes. I post some pictures of myself and then after I post the guest stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much same. <laughs> I'm asking mostly for myself too, because I pretty recently created a podcast page for my Instagram and it's, mm-hmm. it's been a good experience because I think the people that are on there really want to like know about it. They really yeah. want to stay in touch with you. So yeah, nice especially, have a small... yeah, for sure. Especially because like um, for YouTube, there's like a comment section for Instagram. There's a comment section, but for podcasts, there's not really a way to engage after the fact that like if someone leaves a review, that's the only way they can really engage with you. So I feel like it's a good idea to have one just so like if someone wants to talk to you or message you or anything, like they know where to go. Yeah, totally. Um, why do you say you don't want to make a Facebook page for your pod? I don't know. Like I've had a Facebook page for my YouTube and like Instagram together, but I feel like I don't post as much on there. And I don't, I feel like it's, I should because any stream of like audience or traffic is good, but I just haven't been active on those. So I feel like before I make another one, I should be active on the other ones. I feel you. Yeah. I'm like trying to get out and venture into the Facebook page world, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of effort for one person to stay like yeah. really engaged in all of these different platforms. Yes. But okay. So you've created all of these pages for people to find your podcast. How do you get mm-hmm. your podcast actually on a platform like Spotify, iTunes, um, or I mean, Apple podcasts? Um, how do you go yeah. about doing that? Um, so you have to make an RSS feed. Um, so you can, there's literally like so many, there's like anchor, the one I use, I don't really know. It's like literally rss.com. Um, okay. so that's what I use. So you have to make your RSS feed. And then after you can go on, I think it's called Pod- podcast connect for Apple and then Spotify for podcasters. And you literally just like paste your, um, podcast RSS feed. And then it could take them a little while to approve it. Um, but that's like mainly what you're supposed to do. But you also have to have like one fully recorded episode published so that they can review it. Okay, got it. I personally use Anchor. I've never heard of RSS.com, but that sounds, that, I think with doing that, you own like all the rights to your podcast. So I think that's like a really good way to go about it. Yeah. I've heard some wishy-washy things about Anchor recently. Um, I Yeah, I was about to switch to Anchor. It was like a whole mess. Like my podcast ended up getting deleted on um, Apple Podcasts just because of the transition and stuff. Um, but then I got it back on. But the thing about Anchor right now is like it's not beneficial for me because I know like you can get mon- like you can get monetized on Anchor like right away. But it does it only works for the States. So since I'm oh. from Canada, there's nothing like more that it gives me more of, I feel so that's why I was yeah. like, I canceled the transfer. And because I canceled the transfer, that's where everything got messed up. But now it's fine. But yeah. Got it. Okay. So every you're, you have everything back up and running yes. now? Yes. It was okay. a little stressful, but yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you spoke a little bit about like monetizing your podcast. I know Anchor does like in-house sponsorships. Like mm-hmm. 
you can advertise for anchor on your episodes, but how have, how has that process been for you? Like getting monetized, getting sponsors. Is that something you want to do? I do. I just honestly, for podcasts, I don't really know how to go about it. I know how to do it for Instagram and for YouTube. And I don't know if it's the same for podcasting. Um, but yeah, I've never, I've never done it yet. Got it. In my experience, it's the same. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how has that been for, for Instagram? Do you have any, um, like insight into reaching out to brands, uh, getting sponsorships through Instagram? Yeah. I feel like you have to have a media kit. Um, you don't have to have anything like extreme on it, but just like to show that you're not professional in a way, but like to just like show them that you want to work with them. So media kit usually has like all your social medias, your following, um, you can also add in your analytics and then like a brief like bio of who you are and what you do. Um, I think just sending that has helped me a lot. But when I go like for either Instagram or YouTube, I usually send an email to the company. So I start off again by like describing who I am and like what I do and like um, the like my Instagram and YouTube. I like kind of explain like what I create on those. And then after I go into saying why I would want to work with the company, and then I also at the end kind of like give like a brief. So like, I think that's better. So it shows that you're thinking about it. So like talk to them about like what you want to create for them, why you want to create for them, different ideas you have. So I feel like it makes them think that you're like, you really want to do this rather than just like sending an email saying, hi, I want to work with their brand. Like this is who I am. This is how many followers I have. And then like, that's it. I feel like give more and you'll get more. If you know what I mean? Yeah, Totally. I've, I've had pretty much a really similar experience. Like if you provide an idea of like, Hey, if you want to talk about a collaboration or whatever, like this is the specific idea I have mm -hmm. for what the post would look like. I think brands like respond very well to that. Yeah. Um, and same thing with a podcast. Like if I ever, I've only ever had one sponsor on the podcast, but if I ever like pitch a company for sponsorships, I always say like, this is what I like envision myself saying about mm -hmm. the brand. And I think that gets their their ball rolling too yeah for sure but yeah so what advice do you have to people that are wanting to start a podcast during this time I think my main piece of advice I have to the first one is to just do it like don't overthink it don't think about like what people will say about it or anything like that just do it because I feel like that's the hardest part is starting my second piece of advice is that you really just you don't need all the expensive things that people like talk about and stuff like some people record in a studio some people record with like a thousand dollar mics and you really don't need that um it's obviously something that you can like look forward to in the future like once you keep growing and everything you can like buy yourself a more expensive microphone but it's not something that's essential at the beginning yeah and just to add to that i feel like when you're starting out you might be like a little bit embarrassed of making a podcast mm -hmm. or start having a social media presence but at least for me, like some of my first listeners were people that I know, like friends, family, yeah. and then it kind of like grows from there. So I would like, like you said, just do it. Like, don't be afraid of any like embarrassment that might come with it. Or, you know, you are bearing your soul on, yeah. you know, just an audio file, but I think you should just really be open to it and advertise yourself on your like personal pages. Yes. Um, despite, you know, any fears you might have with that. Yes, for sure. I don't know if you experienced any like negative um, emotions towards your podcast or your social media presence when you first started out. So my like my YouTube was the only one that I like experienced anything with. I think it was because I started really young when it wasn't that popular. So people were like, oh my God, like Amanda makes videos for the internet. Like what is she doing? She looks so dumb. Like that's what I experienced a lot when I was younger. But nowadays I haven't really experienced that because I feel like 
so many people are listening to podcasts and people are watching YouTube. So it's like the norm now. Yeah, totally. So earlier we talked a little bit about um, creating like a specific story that you have that sets you apart from other people. Mm -hmm. What sets you and your podcast apart from people? I think it's more of like the approach I take. Um, I was talking about this with um, one of my friends. So I like to have shorter podcasts because I know like a lot of people do like an hour to two hours sometimes and I have like a really short attention span so I feel like that's one thing I usually try to make my podcast episodes a little bit shorter and also I feel like just the message I'm trying to get across because mine is like mainly or it's only female people that I speak to because I want to empower that and I want to show that you can be of any like race you can be any gender and you can still have like a really good business and you can have a really successful one. So I feel like that's what kind of sets me apart. Yeah. I actually had a chance to listen to a few of your episodes and I absolutely love at the beginning. You're like, I've never had a male on here. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I don't know. Like I like, obviously there's really interesting like male people that I would want to interview, but I don't know if I'm going to do it on my podcast because I feel like I just want to empower women and I kind of want to niche it down to that. Yeah, totally. I think also not that this is something you focus on, but, um, female run podcasts that have a female audience tend to get paid mm -hmm. more and male audiences with male podcasters get paid more is what the research shows. But yeah, yeah. that's part of it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for all of your insight today on podcasting and your other social media presences. I'm so happy to have had you on the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Yay. Okay. So thank you guys so much for making this podcast a part of your day and bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for being patient with me as I study for my step one exam. Guys, I'm so scared, but I feel a little more relaxed because I'm home in Ohio studying. My parents are around. I feel loved. I feel supported and it's going to be great. So thank you so much to Amanda for joining me on this episode. If you want to follow her and you definitely should, her Instagram handle is it's Amanda Wan and Wan is spelled W-A-N. So definitely check her out. Check us out at Brown Girl White Coat Pod on Instagram and get your COVID vaccines when you can. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for making this podcast a part of your day wherever you are.